Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. Um, we're going to wait for Mark to get here as Mark's just wrapping up a phone call. He's actually had a big case that he worked on earlier today about a cop walking into this house unwarranted, which is crazy. I can't wait to hear that recap on that. And Blue, he's suffering from a... Stye in his eye, maybe. I, mean, I don't know. It's pretty bad. Dude, it's so bad, though, Craig. That I've, I've, I've had that before. I've never had that. That was like some, like, there's a wart in his eye or something. Like, he got witchcraft. He was literally touching me, and I went, stop touching me. Like, it was that bad. It's not... Pitch giggling. Pitch. Did right, you see it, not, dog? Did you see how bad... He looked... And then when it happened, it's been like three days, right? So two days ago, I go, hey, dog, if Chelsea's hitting you, let me know. Like, you can come and stay maybe at the that house. That might be what it is. Because I think he's taking a couple to the eye like that. It looks like it. It's bad. Either way, it looked like he watched too many bullfrogs pee. Or I told him he had to pee on it and put it in his eye. He's like, really? Dude, someone. you should do that. He's going, really? Swear, Craig. I said, nah, I just made it up. Swear to God, I think Craig. he was going to do it. The guy, actually, the guy that went down to your office earlier. What's the farmer? The, the, yeah, the chef. The chef guy seen his eye. And said, and pee on sa- it? He said an old Italian remedy, whatever. His grandparents told him, pee in a cotton tab or a pad and put it in his eye. I've never heard these. Well, I've heard that before for like if you get stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. I heard that was jellyfish, actually. And he said the, what was it that's in the pee? The, uh, what the hell is that term? The, the stuff that's in your pee. High, high. Hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid. You're right. He said that's what's going to help clear the clear the stuff up. Either way, he's got a sty. He's out of the way. Um, we had a great time with everybody that we met at G4 Live. It was a blast. And you know, just want, uh, take our hats off to you know everybody there. Keith, Mara, your whole staff was great. Um, it Keith, was great for inaugural event. It was. It was awesome. We had a great time. So thank you once again if you guys uh, missed it. There's another one coming up. Stay tuned for that as well. But Craig, I know you got some great news. There's a lot of things been going down in cannabis. We've got some news. Pew Research Center. Pew like Poochie Pew? P-E-W. P 
P-E-W. Not a pew with a P-H. As more states continue to legalize marijuana, an overwhelming share of U.S. adults, 91%, say either that marijuana should be legal for medical or recreational use. You're saying this this view, 91% of of everyone they... Now, they did break it down that it should be legal for medical and adult use. 60% of the people said that. And then 30% of the... 31% said it should be medical use only. And it's crazy to think that Idaho, Nebraska, and Kansas still have their head in their ass... After looking at what the people are voting, what the people well, are saying, I, what the majority I mean, the of the num- country is, I mean, the numbers, and those three states have nothing to do with it. The reverse number's crazy. It's fewer than 10% of U.S. adults say marijuana should not be legal at all. Only 10% say it should not be legal at all. I really believe now, Craig, that the majority of people are seeing it for what it is, medicine. Ironically, random story. A friend of the family's, friends from the kids' school, this lady named Allison had a birthday party in Palm Springs, her quote-unquote 40th birthday party. She asked me to supply some cannabis stuff for their goodie bag that they put together. Mind you, these are, you know, 40-year-old-plus family. I'm in the suburbs, or deep South Orange County, where a lot of them don't, you know, aren't going to ask me for something or this and that. But I made sure I got them all some products because it's so common and it's so normal and people want to put it in gift bags as they should. Right. No, it's great. It's great. I mean, it's just insane that we still have that percentage of our population and the federal government can't get their fucking shit together. You said 10% agree. Don't agree. Only 10% say it shouldn't be legal at all. Only 10%... Of say, all of, of all of people, all, yes. Say it's well of not, all people that were in this right in the study. Ten percent of all people in a stu- what study the was stu- that again? The, it was the Pew Research Center, P E W. Yes, it was fewer than ten percent of U.S. adults say marijuana should not be legal at all. Should not be legal at all. Right. Only ten percent are saying put that shit away. Ten percent are saying it's devil weed and all yeah. that other bullshit. Only ten percent. That's huge, Jack. That's good. That's huge good. Like, that's, I mean, that's a huge low number. 90% of the people think it should be legal in one form or another. Bottom line, that's what the Why? other... Th- when you say 10% say that, here's what you're really saying. Right. 90%. But it also sounds great to hear only 10% say they shouldn't have it at all. Why should they be the... Ma- right now, they're in the majority. Right now, you know, at the federal level, those 10% are ruling the 90%. Because it's not legal at all at the federal level. But I think it's really helping, like when you really look at it, because that number has gone down drastically from even, you know, your middle age, my younger age of the war on drugs. This is your brain on drugs. It's a fucking egg. From, you know, from 90 against to 94. Extremely, I would agree with that. Maybe not 90 against, though. I would say 75. a high 75, 75 is a lot. admit that they want it or but I use think, it. I, I mean, they didn't have these researches back then of what you think of it so much, unless it was more closet and only maybe high times did something random and everybody was doing that was for it. But like doing a company like Pew, Pew, P-E-W researchers, 
there are probably some random research company that sends some stuff out that want to get in the cannabis game, which I like. I like when, you know, ancillary get companies data. get some real data like this. You know, do this. Do some stuff on cars and cannabis where you're asking random questions and then hit them with the cannabis right. one and see where it goes. Yep, yep. So uh, it's good news. Hey, further in news, Nevada. Nevada is actually moving along. They have a couple of reform bills coming on, waiting for the governor's signature. They're finally going to okay cannabis cafes and lounges. Which, you ready for this? I just got the call yesterday from the owner of Planet 13. And when I was on Did the phone. Did we get that call from uh, Larry? Larry. I talked to Larry and Bob and Dave, who's the VP of marketing. We're trying to set everything up to be at their spot when their grand Here opening in Santa Ana. In Santa Ana. So we had the dialogue yesterday. Nice. But wasn't it, Chris, that what we heard was their. They just got the approval for their big consumption lounge and literally just got it yesterday as today's June 3rd as we're recording in this. In Vegas? In Vegas. Was it Chris? Correct. Yeah. So now they just got the green light, no pun intended, for theirs. And he was so ecstatic and so happy that they're going to be able to do exactly what you we're just gonna said. We're going to have to check that place out one of these days. I mean, I, I can't well, I can't believe because we were so busy and but when I go to Vegas, it's the largest usually, in the world that we usually, haven't been there. I usually don't leave the hotel. <laughs> Not only that, like, what were we thinking, you guys? Seriously, like, we had we had time. We could have made time early in the morning. Granted, we and we should have been late to G four to go to that well, place. We didn't realize it. that the the second day I, I showed up at like eleven because that's when we start, anyways. Exactly. We don't, we don't have to get there at nine. You don't even need to bring it exactly. We get there early because we think we're gonna exactly. Well, I get there okay. early. At least, so I can get at least this Mark showed up and didn't didn't sleep through it. Well, Mark Washerman showed up, but he left his voice in the room. But so there's a still different one there. Mark Karn right. showed up later because he took a nap. So still both Marks, you know, there's there's situations there. Kobe showed up, and then Pitt was there too. So everybody thought Kobe was Pitt or Pitt was Kobe. The two brothers that are with us, they get called both names. Actually, who are we kidding? Kobe got called Pitt. There was nobody calling Pitt Kobe. <laughs> you know, we have some other news, uh, scientific-wise. We've got oral THC administration is associated with pain mitigation in elderly patients. Nearly six out of 10 subjects reported improvements in their symptoms, with 22% of patients reporting that their condition was notably improved. That, to me, is a 100% truth for my own personal anecdotal evidence, meaning I have had two hip surgeries, I have a bad ankle, and when they get inflamed because the arthritis kicks in, which then correlates to the older demographic that you're referring to, which is a lot of arthritic pains, as you may have as well, Craig. I don't know if you have arthritic pain, but you smoke yeah. a lot of cannabis. So, Well, so I really do, like all bullshit Actually, aside. Actually, I got to right? go, Joe. My neck hurts. Well, come here. Put your neck right here on your head. <laughs> but my point is, when I'm using the oral CBD with a low, low dose of some THC in it when I'm in real pain. Like, that's where I dabble, quote-unquote. Well, well, you know It what? really helps. I mean, there, there's further research that's concluding in the absence of clear evidence-based treatments for these symptoms, we're talking about dementia patients. Use of CBD may be useful in improving symptoms among these patients. Clarify dementia again for me. My mind's having a, a brain fart. Dementia, that's when you just... You yeah. just forget when you're doing what you're doing now. Well, and I, I'm not trying to even be who, funny. Who but are I, you? So I, who, who I, and that's you? what I'm saying. I'm thinking dementia Joe from who? dyslexia. So dementia is no, more of a. dementia is bad. Yeah, dementia is uh, when, like, you know, the old folks. And it can happen to anybody, but usually in old elderly people. Don't remember they exactly. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on around them. That's the dementia, right? My neighbor had that growing up as a kid. I remember this guy, Frank. 
and his, his wife Stella, she had it actually real bad. She walked out front, crossed on the street, crossed the street, and was like, where am I? I'm like, your house across the street, what you mean? Right. So that's dementia, right? No, it's right? brutal. It's brutal. And it's it sick. really is brutal. And, and researchers Sad, are actually. saying that you know, CBD is useful in treating those symptoms, improving it so they're not as forgetful. Because people think if you smoke weed, I and mean, now they are talking about CBD, uh, which has the 0.3% or less of THC in it, but I think it's a, it's a fallacy that if you smoke a lot of weed, you don't remember. I don't know where that came from. I think I, I think I knew where I think it, came it came from. from I the think, movies. Well, no, it came from the movies. Where uh, you you and we go to this I'm and you stoner, you deny uh, this you deny this reality where I've seen this reality say? of somebody and and you know and I love your answer to it though, Craig. And you say no, that person is just dumb or stupid. What's your name? Which is no, not that. Which is you know you've seen your buddy get high, and our girlfriend or whatever, and they get all pendeja like a pendejo. Like, huh? Who? What do you mean? I'm a dummy. Uh, who? Yeah, oh, but forgot. how many times are you not high that you walk don't, into don't a room? Wrong, Craig, I you walk agree, into a room and go, "What the fuck did I walk in here for?" Not too right? many for myself. Where you got your keys in your left hand? You're looking for your fucking all, keys. All I can Where say are my fucking keys is right. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank where's, you. It, where's his glasses at? Oh, on his nose. Yeah, I get and it. We have some further before we let's get out. go. To, no, let's get to that later. Let's go okay. break. Your brother's gonna come in. I want to hear about this. Uh, he was in court I don't earlier. I hear about him. I mean, it was 30, no, I actually talked to him. It's going to be a great story. Yeah, 30 pounds of cannabis, and somebody got busted with it. We'll see where this goes. It's you Cannabis Talk it. 101. We'll be right back after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. 
So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue Joe Grande and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. I mean, I can't wait to get into whatever story you got because you're all fidgety like we're in Vegas right now, but I think you're finally going to finish the sentence and you're going to actually give us some <laughs> real input. I see him in OKC. Was oh. he normal or was he still no. fidgety? He was oh. still fidgety. I was on fire. So he's been fidgety, folks, for a while, but you know what? Mark has something good for us. What do you got there, Mark? I do. I got, you know, when cannabis goes bad, but it might go good. We'll see. We, we are revisiting a case that we took on oh over over a year and a half ago and you know thanks to covid and court shutdowns it's been really stretched out and to give a little recap we are representing a gentleman who was renting an airbnb out of the city of alhambra here in california and minding his own business and all of a sudden he's in his kitchen in his underwear in this airbnb and the door back door opens up and a cop walks right in and says, hey, show me your hands. And that then led to the cops finding, I don't know, 30, 40 pounds of cannabis in Ooh. the house. Oops. And an arrest was made. And then he came and talked to us. And when he told me about this, I said, it sounds really weird because I, uh, he didn't have a warrant. The cop didn't knock and announce, just walked right in. And how much did he find again? About 30 pounds. And so we take the case, we go to the arraignment, plead not guilty, and we get all the evidence, the police report, and everything else that they have that they're going to prosecute with. And we go through this police report, and it says that a neighbor, the next-door neighbor, saw a black man on the porch of the house. It says that exact words, a black man? Yes. On the report? Yeah. It's, wow. it, it's, a, it's a transcript from the—it was audio video, uh, the conversation the cop had, and the 911 call that the neighbor made— I see a strange black man on the porch next door to me. That house is supposed to be vacant. I think it's supposed to be vacant. I don't know who that is. Cop comes, talks to the neighbor, tells him the same thing. And then he said, yeah, and then a car came and that guy got in it and drove off. Craig, before he continues, how many times have you called the cops because of a strange black man? Um, let's see. There was that. No, never. Exactly. <laughs> and, and not only including the time when a strange black man was literally inside your house when you went walking out when your son had some random homies that were like a, some rapper dude. I remember that story where you're like, hey, Jared, at least can you tell he me had, when you're going to have he, some folks he, over he, the house? I, I believe at that time it, it was. It, <laughs> remember, you remember it, it that story? Was, I remember. One of them for sure was Metro Boomin. Yeah, some rappers, right? You're just like walking down the house in your, skiv in your skivvies. And well, you're my like, son, I didn't even know it was my son. 
<laughs> I had my gun out. Who's this crazy white boy over there with these <laughs> brothers? Dude, I'm shooting all three of you. They, they had to pee on their way home, and they couldn't wait, so they, they used the bathroom. I, I'm sorry to interrupt your story. Yeah. I just thought of your brother when you were telling it as that. As I think of somebody calling the cops on a random <laughs> black guy that's out there. I mean, who does that? How do you say that? There's a random black guy. There's a random Mexican. There's these random... That's just such a... This is where we live, folks. Well, and, Welcome and, to America. And this, America. This call leads to the cop coming, going to the front of the house, and, and this is in his report, going to the front of the house, didn't see anything, goes to the back of the house, and- No sign of forced entry. And, and may I just add to the listeners out there, if you're one of these that, you know, you may be a Karen and you may call and teach their own, I just want to give you my input and advice. Walk over and say hello. When you see something that you feel is a little peculiar, maybe you go and say hi. How you doing? What's going on today? You new to the neighborhood? Anything I can help you with around here? Instead of accusing and assuming, maybe they are random and, and wrong. Maybe. But don't just call the cops. Ask, hey, what's up? It's your fucking somebody right outside your house. Folks, there's nothing wrong with a little dialogue. Sorry, I just want to get okay. this camera oh, out there. It's good because people need to, you to need know to how know to handle that. a situation. Like because some people think, oh, I think I'm just going to call the cops. Why? Because there's Mexicans. Because there's blacks. And no. then, and then say some, hello. somebody's and life he was probably looking at birds. gets disrupted. <laughs> exactly. In New York. Good you, point, Craig. Somebody's Sorry. life gets disrupted and disturbed when it never should have. And so, so this cop took it upon himself to go to the back door, turn the knob. It was unlocked. And open it and walk right in. And that's okay? Walk Isn't that right illegal? In. We're going to find out. We're going to find out because... But it, doesn't it have to be? No. Uh, here's how it works. So th so right then and there, he walked in. Our client was there half naked in his underwear. Like, what the... And they come in. They go a little further. They see all the cannabis. And then they detain him and ultimately arrest him. And then they get a warrant to search the rest of the house where they find, you know, more cannabis. But we were attacking this initial entry. Like you went in there without a warrant, without knocking and announcing, and within the police report, there's nothing that illustrates what's known as an exigent circumstance, which is an emergency. Exigent, an exigent em means exigent. Exigent, which means, means emergency. emergency. I don't need a warrant because I heard somebody screaming and yelling, and I got to get in that house. Dude, I heard help. I heard fire. I heard ah, right, whatever. Right, or, or I even saw broken glass. I saw maybe? broken glass. I were signs of a so burglary. probable there cause because I seen this. I seen mm. gunshell. Whatever you you write down. Everything looked normal. None of this. So no, that's is in the police report. It's just he went to the back, opened the door, walked in. So we filed our motion <sighs> almost a year ago, but you know now it finally got heard. And I got to cross-examine the officer who, when the prosecutor did their examination to elicit why he did what he did, he said that in that area, Alhambra, Right by the freeway, there's a lot of burglaries. Alhambra, Alhambra off the, uh -huh, off the uh -huh, can? Uh-huh, yes, sir. Okay. There's a lot. That's a lot of Asian, that's a big Asian community. There, well, there's a lot of burglaries that happen, high crime area. And that's why he felt he needed to go in. Because Did he have the, any stats to back that up? No, of course not. And then while he was talking to the neighbor who said, I don't know this guy, this house is supposed to be vacant, and that was enough for him, he felt, to go in. You so, know, Abel that works with us lives in Alhambra. So uh, maybe you Roughneck. know maybe you know these officers <laughs> if you've encountered them. So I got to cross-examine. So when I started, I asked him, one of the questions I asked him was, 
Would it have been different if it was a white man standing Ooh, there? Did he look oh, at, I went did, right to it. Did he cross-eye you like you mother effer? Well, he started, like uh, Patrick was there, our, our, our associate, and he was saying, you know, he started stuttering a lot when you were examining him. Is it okay if Patrick's, even one of your, you know, lawyers goes, like, after you ask a question like this, can he go from the side go, damn! <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. How great would that be if, like, some of your guys is on drugs, that motherfucker! Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> How then, would that be? then and I, as I was asking him, I asked him a whole slew of questions. Hold on, what was his answer? If it was a white man, what did he, what did he say? He said, I would have suspected the same thing. I said, okay, thank you. Now, were there any... Did you hit him with the, would you? <laughs> would, well, so wait, I'll get, I'll get to that. And me and the, I had with the judge a couple moments because I was, I was pissed. Wait, you didn't give your opening statement, what you said to the judge. No, no, Isn't no. Is that I, the opening statement? Yeah, but, but we didn't do an opening statement. The judge wanted to get right to questioning, so I used that in the closing. Oh, okay, my bad. And, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll repeat that. But when I started cross-examining him about... What was the emergency? What, you know, did you see broken glass? No. Was there the door jimmied open? No. Were there any signs of any kind of burglary? Was there any evidence that a crime, you know, what else was there besides what this neighbor told you? And there was nothing else other than high crime area. And yeah, you know, there's lots That's of cri- favorite. There's lots of crips and rolling whatever gang members. And I go, oh, so a black man is a gang member? Mm. So because it was a black man, he's a gang member. No, 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 I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say that. Well, I, you just brought up that there's gangs in the area and we're dealing with the neighbor who saw a black person. You just, you associate that automatically? Objection. Who, oh, there. The prosecutor objection. And the judge overruled. And I will note this. I objected like mad and all of my, most of my objections were getting sustained. That means upheld. Correct. That means they understood and said, and "Don't that listen to that." Ju- no, that means the judge said, "You don't have to answer that question right. to the witness." Like when they, thank they, you for bringing w- that w- down for us dummies out there. When they were us. asking the cop, trying to get information out of him that would, assumingly, try to help them, objection, calls for speculation, calls for hearsay, lacks foundation, whatever, whatever the objection was, and something that I note, and judges do this sometimes. Maybe she liked me, I don't know, but I objected, overruled. On that objection, counselor. Oh, I object over, on oh, this. Yeah, over overruled. That's definitely a good sign. You're feeling like, okay, you, like, you got on, my you, That wasn't the right keep one. Trying. <laughs> that yeah, wasn't the trying. right one. There's one out there that wasn't keep the swinging, right one. Keep swinging, buddy. Keep <laughs> swinging, slugger. You're going to get it. And, and that happened a couple times. And I was like, oh, cool. So, so that was going on. And when I was questioning the officer about the emergency and, and really harping on this guy was black, was... The person who was in front of the door that the neighbor saw, was that even the same person you found in the house? Ooh. I don't, I don't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. And I said, oh, so, so, so we have the neighbor who's saying, I see a strange black man on the porch. And then you come, decide to just bust into the house without any authority. It's like picking straws. Here's the black man. And now, you know, <laughs> and, he, and then you confirm that he is staying there with the B&B. You called the owner These of the property. Cra- this is good, Mark. Are you, are you they, a lawyer? I kind of am sometimes. You're better when, than your brother when, now. When I'm not sitting here next to you. <laughs> but man, as I was going through every little detail, and then I was done. But how do they respond to that? I mean, what, what's, that's, those are great. There, there's, there's no responses. Um, um, well, I know. That's no, what I'm saying. When you uh, say that, you almost make somebody hey, feel like this. Yeah. They just fall down in their chair. Like, and the judge well, you're just, right. You're right. You're right. And the judge got to look at the person like, he's kind of right. What are you doing? And when How I, do you got proof of any of this? And when I said, 
you know, several times. If it wasn't a black man, would you have gone in that house? Yeah, I still would have. But, you know, it's like really, you know, you say that because you know, you know he's not telling the truth. I mean, he's got to answer that way, right? You know? So, and this is a guy who had 15 years of experience as a cop and, and all that good stuff. So when I was done, prosecution was done. We were all done with our questioning. Now the judge said, my turn. And she asked a whole slew of questions and... In my mind, towards the cop or to you or to who? No, no it, it, it was no to the cop. Yeah. Oh, the, she asked the oh, question. Oh, yeah. The judge can do that if yeah. they please. The judge, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a good sign for yeah. you guys when yeah. that happens, right? Well, the questions, Goes both ways. the <laughs> questions the judge was asking, <laughs> like, okay. to me, and I can only hope, is that she's taking this very seriously. It is a very serious case. She was a female, correct? African American. It's correct. Okay, that's, that's correct. what I, I remember you saying that. And she was taking notes, every detail. And asking him when he first walked in. See, because when he first walked in, he sees the client standing there in his underwear in the kitchen. What did you say to him? She asked that? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, I really, I'm not, I don't remember. And she goes, well, did you say hi, hello, or how are you? That's a good (laughs) one. And he goes, he laughed. He goes, no, I think I probably said, you know, show me your hands. And she goes, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. And then, Does it, though? And then, yeah, hold on. Does. Hold on. No, it doesn't. You can't walk come into my house and say, show no, me your no, hands. No, but he's, he's not going to walk into a house if he doesn't, doesn't <laughs> think a crime is being committed. So he's only going in there because he thinks a crime being committed. So if he sees someone, he's going to say, fucking put your hands up. So, so then. True, but if I own the house or I'm but, staying but at the not, house. No, you don't that, know that. But so, yeah, I, so, get, I get what you're saying from his standpoint, but so then uh, she he should says, be saying shit is what he should be saying. So he should be saying, sorry, I came in. When right, did you like, see the cannabis in the house, which was behind a wall? So he had to go a few more feet in, which she was, to me, she's, esta- she's establishing in her, for herself that this guy came in, saw a guy in the kitchen, detained him, started questioning him, found out, yeah, I'm staying at this Airbnb. You called the owner. You called my girlfriend who rented no it. No need to look you around the house. All no this PC stuff. to look at Get it. the why, fuck out. Why, am, why are we still here? Yeah. You know, that's... So, so she was eliciting all that. And, and so then she was all done. And she asked, uh, you know, any, any closing remarks? I said, yes. And I said, I got up. I stood up. I said, Your Honor, this is a very important case with what's going on in America today. And the way the police are abusing their powers, this case, if you deny our motion, then it only means that being black standing on a porch is enough for a cop to just go into a house. Thank you, Your Honor. That was it. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Mark Wasserman. Now, now I will say this. Another odd thing or, or notable thing. I've been doing these 26 years, and usually the judge will either rule right there or I'm taking it under submission. You'll get notice in the mail. She set a date of July 1st to come back to hear the ruling. Yeah, that's very It would have been I, dope I, if I, she picked I, June 13th, player. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? For those who know that, Juneteenth. <laughs> okay. Never but it's, but, but it's, it's July 1st, and I've never had that happen. Like, come back and you'll hear the ruling. So... What, what does I'm, that mean? Break I, that down, because I don't understand that no, as much. Usually when make, you're make done, that, make the, it judge, make sense. the judge from the bench will say, I rule in favor of you or you. Right done. then and there. Done. Or the judge says, I'll take it under submission, meaning I'm not going to rule right this minute. 
I'm going to go back to my chambers. I'm going to look at research. the evidence. Uh, he may do, he or she may do some research on the law, and then they'll type up an opinion, making their decision, and send it out by the mail. It's usually those two things. So now, and now, what happened? She set a hearing for them to come back so she can tell them in person. What What does your experience say that means? I have no idea. Never happened before. It's never happened. I've never had that happen before. I'd have to talk to some other attorneys I know and see if it's happened to them, but that's never happened. You know, maybe because of the weight of it and, and like I said, how serious it is. I that think being said, it's never it. happened to you guys? Right. Is, is yeah, right. For, for us. Have you, heard it, have you to, heard it happen in your experience in your 30-some years? Not to come back to hear the ruling. No. That's what I'm so, so you don't have a gut feeling of what, you know, what your experience or what anything you think You can't. Is. You can't. I mean, the, sometimes it's, if they're on your side during the hearing, that you fuck you at the end, and you kind of feel like she's on your side, but you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, with the with with some of the uh, rulings she made on the objections and and the way she was taking the copious notes. Do you think she felt like, well, the dude did have thirty pounds? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I agree, but did have thirty. I don't pounds. think. I don't think this judge would care. Well, here and let me. And not let, only that, it's, you found it wrongly. I mean, the bottom line, right. you found it wrongly. Right. I, I Whether did. I'm, I, that's my personal thirty pounds. Or whatever I'm doing with that 30 pounds, you know what I mean? Mind your own. Well, and, and I can have 300 bottles of fucking Jack Daniels in there, and you ain't gonna flip an eyelid on me. Yeah, then it'll be okay. When, when uh, I mean, I, that's what you have at your house. I told the vodka wise. I told the judge when the prosecutor started doing all these questions with regards to all the rest of the cannabis, all everything that happened after he entered. You know, I said, I said, Your Honor, this is really irrelevant to our motion. We just care about the moment he walked in that door. I'm just putting that out there, you know, but whatever you want to do. Well, that's the Wasserman's going for another save. And that being said, it is now time to say it's dime time, folks. Dime Industries, if you're looking for a good little something, something, go get yourself some dime. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. 
Lisa's chill mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the chill collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law. Wow, mijo, look at you. Growing up. How did you, you know what, I, I swear to God, I, this, there's no way you're going to do that in my head. I am thoroughly shocked right now. Matter of fact, dime time, that's what it is. Official dime time, because he must have took a hit and he got quit. I and did. that's what dime time does for you folks. That's right. You know what I mean? Thank you. Connector as well. Make sure you check out Connector and Cali FX, some of our great sponsors. We love you guys. Um, great news earlier with that. Uh, so many good studies and this and that. And I can't believe Mark had to leave so quickly. But that story was freaking amazing. And right? to top Crazy. off that story, Craig, before your brother went to court that morning, I think it was this morning, whatever it was, the other, the other morning, he calls me and goes, Joe, I might be like my brother and get in contempt of court. Like, he prepped me to, like, warn me. I might not be around. What happens when you guys get so fired up and defend your, uh, not patient, your your clients, and they put you in contempt of court? What exactly happens? I mean, you could actually go sit in jail. How long? Depends. Up to the judge. He can make you sit there for a night, for an hour. How Make you pay a fine. How many times have you been shut up for contempt of court? Like One time. Only one? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean. I would think more with you. It's more disrespecting the court than getting fired up about your client. Because the the court will give you a lot of leeway when you're fired up about your client, defending your client, you know, vigorously defending him and uh, engaging with the other side. It's when you disrespect the court. And, give and, me an and, example and, 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 of disrespecting the I'll, court. I'll give you the example when I was a young attorney. <laughs> oh, how about your example? There we go. Perfect. Oh, it's a great one. When I when I was a young attorney, I worked for a firm, and I was you know I worked in a, a division of the firm where we defended bullshit personal injury cases. Okay. And we represented Thrifty Oil Company. It used to be Thrifty Gas Stations, and we represented they were self insured. So when you have a self insured as opposed to a insurance company defending the case. The self-insured money's coming out of their pocket. When you have an insurance company like you, like Joe, you get sued for hitting someone with your car. You have farmers, triple A, whatever. That's an insurance company. You pay them premiums to cover you, and they charge you premiums to cover you and pay out claims on your behalf. So, insurance companies. This is kind of a off the subject a little bit, but they're. But I thank you for clarifying. They're, they're set up to pay claims, right? That's why a lot of personal injury attorneys are so successful, 
because the insurance company- They're getting company, that percentage from that claim. Well, yeah, but the insurance companies might fight you, but ultimately, nine times out of 10, they're going to pay you because- I learned this from this oh, my mentor doing that work 30 years ago. The ins- if the insurance company didn't pay out claims, then they couldn't charge you the premiums they charge you. Oh, so they, they have, have to pay. They have actuaries Good that point. say, based like that. on this and that and that, we're going to pay out X amount in claims next year, and we're going to base your premium on that. So if they don't pay out those claims, they can't charge you the higher premiums. Okay. So while sense. they fight and say, we're not going to pay you and fuck you around and do all this bullshit, at the end of the day, they're going to pay you. So what so, happened in your so scenario? So self-insured, it's coming out of their own pocket, not an insurance company. So a guy was at a gas station. Picked up the the nozzle. The nozzle came apart from the hose, and he got gas on him. So he filed a lawsuit. Against the gas station? Against the gas station. I represented the gas station. Did he get hurt? Well, we didn't believe so. Oh, so you're you're defending the gas. I'm representing the gas station. Yeah, I was doing defense work before I did. I've done because I'm almost thinking, going, what the fuck did you do? What happened? I've done both sides. So he starts alleging that he got it in his eyes and all over his face and all over his body, and he sued us for like it was like ten, fifteen grand at the time. This is a long time ago. Like probably still not that much money. Thirty years ago, that's still not a lot of money though. But we didn't care. We weren't going to give him a dime because a lot of times insurance companies. You know, if the case maybe would have been worth twenty, they'll give you a thousand. They'll give you a couple grand cost of defense. Okay, it's going to cost us that much to do it. Here's your three grand. Be done. None. We weren't going to give them a dime. They could have said, "Give us five hundred dollars." We said, "No." Dismissed. That was the mentality going into this case. We're going to trial. Okay. Hard ass. That's how I. Oh, so this is pre-trial. This is no. This this is in front of the judge. So. We get in front of the judge to go to trial. Kind of like what your brother was earlier, what the story he said in front of the judge. Right. So we're, in okay. front, so we're in front of the judge. And I had, through discovery, which is the process of a lawsuit where you get documents, you say you got hurt, I want your medical records. You say All you your missed medical work, records, I yeah. want your wage and hour earnings. So through the course of discovery, I got a medical report. One-page medical report from the, the, the clinic. And in the report, it said, gas spill, none in eyes, none in mouth. Ooh. So I had it blown up poster size. So I have no, this, you didn't. I have this poster size medical You're that record guy, huh? You're that lawyer. That I'm like, I mean, I was young. I was super young at the time, and I was aggressive, and they put me in a unit in the firm that, you know, the other unit would, you know, okay, we're going to settle for a couple grand. We'll get rid of it, cost of defense. I was in this other unit that it was called a special investigation unit where we didn't settle. If we, if you, our motto was, if we owe it, we'll pay it. If you really got hurt, you really got damaged, we're going to pay you a fair amount. If you didn't, we're not giving you a dime. So we go in front of the judge, and the judge is asking, can you settle it? This is right before trial. And I'm, your honor, we can't. Judge is like, why not? Did you discuss with the other side? I said, unless they dis- dismiss the case, we're not going to settle. Didn't they teach you? This is the judge. Didn't they teach you anything in law school about trying to settle cases? She's like yelling at me. And and and, and I've Were got, you offended? And I've got a senior partner. This is my first trial. Oh, I've got no. a senior partner sitting behind me, like, you know, overseeing it. And I'm like, I didn't say anything. And the judge finally goes, you know what? I want you on the other side to go out in the hallway and talk and try to come to a settlement. Don't they teach you how to settle cases? Blah, 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 blah. 
And you're pissed now that she's calling you out. So like this is where the disrespect comes in. So we start walking out. The, the other side walks out in front of me. I'm halfway to the doors of the courtroom to go out to the hallway. And I turn around and I say, Your Honor, how long should I stand in the hallway before I come back? Oh, my God. And what is she Is it a woman? Yeah. What oh, yeah. She Hard-ass one at the time. What it did she up say? In Fullerton, North Court. You're in contempt. Come see me after you get back from the hallway. Oh, that's like fucking get to the principal's so, office, right? So, after you go to PE class, get your ass over to fucking Principal so, Dawson's so, so office. So we go outside. The partner comes out. He loves what I did, but he's like, fuck. So he ends up calling. You're putting the, us on a radar so now. So he ends up calling the client. We got 500 bucks to settle the case. You did not. Yeah. From 15 grand to 500. We got 500. But remember, we weren't going to give him 500. We were going to give him a dime. But who's the guy that tries so, to sue so, for 15 so, so racks, the, right? So, so the partner. I'll take 500 well, and your lawyer's taking 40% of that anyways. So the, so the, part, well, they, that, that's how, so the partner calls the, the client. Explains what's going on. We should at least offer 500 bucks. So when we come back in, we go back to her chambers. And thankfully, I was able to get out that we had agreed on a $500 settlement. And <laughs> the contempt thing never came up again. Oh, my God. But if I had come back in the, without did, settling the Did the, the judge case, remind you? Like, hey, asshole, no, watch your no, mouth she next didn't. time. She didn't. Actually, she didn't. So Try to settle this case. I'm sorry. Well, these are stories from the Wassermans. If you ever want to get a hold of them, Craig, what's your guys' number at the office? 855-WASS-LAW. That's 855-WASS-LAW. I love these stories. As a matter of fact, I can go through them all the time. And even when I've heard them before, they're still like I've got first. some good ones. Maybe next, maybe next time I'll tell a you couple know, more. And maybe we, Hold on. Has your brother ever got contempt? I don't believe so. So you got to be an asshole to do no, it. No, he's, he's, gotten, he's gotten in cross-examination... To, well, he withdrew a question before he actually maybe have gotten in contempt when he called the cop a liar on the stand in one of my son's cases. But was the, was the cop lying? Absolutely. So you can't do that. Even no. though, hold on. What about what about the? Okay, so from what I'm hearing, you can't call the cop a liar. But if Pitt was on the fucking stand, could I say you're a liar? Because it's Pitt rather than a cop. It, it depends how you put it. It really depends on the. On I the, say on you're a liar. You're lying, Pitt. I did not take your bag. Pitt can say, "No, I don't know. I don't know what the judge would do." My, my point is: is it only because it's a it, cop, it was, or can it, it be just a normal no, man? No, or better no, yet, if it's a black man, no, that's even no, more I think, important. I, I can't. I, to be honest, right at this what do you minute, think? I can't recall. It's it's in the context of what was going on. But the person so that was true being your line isn't it true? Your line that's okay. But in the and we'll have to. You know what? Make a note. We'll talk about it next time Mark is back because it was in the context of how he said it to the cop in the course of examining him is what the judge wouldn't have liked. Well, we will. And you know what? I was about to go green with some stories, but uh, I'll start another podcast and uh, we'll go talk about some other things. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Thank you guys for joining us. And we want to thank Terpene Warehouse and, of course, Dime Time. When it's time, it's Dime Time, folks. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Craig, if nobody else loves you, we do. Bam! Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.